Hello and welcome to the Dungeon Boys podcast. We're playing through Curse of Straw. This is, I believe, the eighth session of such play. My name is Keith. I will be your DM. Uh, Josh playing Reginald, your orc fighter. Bryce playing Jericho, the shifter ranger. Zenas <clears throat> playing Dermon, the tabaxi rogue cleric. And all of them like peanut, peanut or butter and jelly, fitting together like a jigsaw puzzle. Always doing, making the best decisions. Um, are these three party members? So last week, uh, we really didn't do much. Last week was pretty much all combat. Uh, they fought a druid and twenty-four twig blights in a wine fermentation room. Um, they uh, there was a battle. A wine vat broke open. The wine was poisoned, uh, and so Jericho died, what, twice at least? Three times. Three times mm. Jericho passed on, uh, but he was healed each time, uh, and they defeated the, 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 the druid and the twig blights. And then they went upstairs to go investigate the rest of this winery because their job is to clear it out uh, and try to allow the owners to get back into this winery that has recently been taken over by druids and their uh, you know, followers, their summon things. <clears throat> so they're clearing out this winery. They went upstairs to check out a few things. They opened a door to what looked like a room with a printing press in it uh, and there was a druid and two vine blights in that room. Uh, they closed that door and did some further investigating. Reginald got a bag full of eight pounds of food um, and then they discovered a black rocking horse with the goodness what was the name on that black rocking horse i believe um, it was eucalyptus not eucalyptus it was bocephalus oh bocephalus bocephalus and the phrase on it was is no is no fun is no blinsky um but now they went back to the room with the printing press, and there is definitely enemy. There are definitely enemies in there because the last thing that was done, Dermon opened up the uh, door, and uh, to try to surprise the inhabitants of this room. But the druid uh, was not fooled by his stealthy attempts and turned and shrieked <laughs> at them in his druid language. These things do happen. Uh, and now combat is to begin so if you will look at our little scene we have here on the right um everybody is everybody uh looking properly at this image i am yes on all app so first on the initiative order we actually have the druid Ooh. um oh dear had a pretty good uh, little pretty good little role there the druid is not pleased with this. Uh, so the druid is going to do his best to uh, <clears throat> entangle you, Dermon. He's going to try to do his best to throw a little entangle on you. Um, we rolled initiative before the uh, episode began, uh, so as to save time. Um, if you know the show or podcast with any certain uh, closeness, you will know that, that will, any, any speed we have... Uh, will not last. So let us um, get it going. You boys, how you boys good? You having a good? You having a good evening? I yep. we're all good. 
So just real quick for everybody listening at home, um, just we, we haven't entered the room yet. We're entering the room, right? Yes, they can. And if you're looking at the drawing, um, at least, yeah, the folks who are listening on podcast cannot see the drawing. So, yes, Derman is peeking into the door. Reginald and Jericho are outside of the room in the hallway, uh, and their enemies are inside of the room. All right. And it should also be noted really quickly that on this wall, there is a cabinet that the druids seem to be rifling through. And on the top right section of the room is a printing press, which will be taking up a, a, a small amount of the workable space in there as well. Or if you want to get creative with it, you know, be my guest. Um, I try to get smart and use your letters this week instead of just drawing. But the druid is going to use Entangle on you, Dermon. He's going to put, point his staff at you and give a little... <laughs> Uh, spell and grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in 20 foot square starting from a point within range for the duration these plants turn the ground into the area into difficult terrain so now this area we use purple for spells this area here is difficult terrain oh no Reginald you now find yourself in difficult terrain Jericho I put you in that particular place because I didn't think you had left that other room yet I didn't know if you were right there with them or not. Isn't that? Aren't we in the hallway out there? Yeah, Reginald and Jericho are in the hallway. <clears throat> you, okay. you, Jericho. Cool. Let's do it. Derman, yeah, Derman is half in, half out. So okay. I'm going to need Derman to roll uh, a strength saving throw, lest he be restrained by the entangling plants. Lest this be really well. Uh, that's uh, fourteen. Um, we're going to give it to you because I believe it matched. I don't know. No, never mind. That's not correct. Uh, you beat it. You beat it. I was looking at the wrong number. You beat it. You are not restrained. Dope. Um, so he has cast that and he is going to step backwards and let his helpers do his bidding. So he's going to step backwards into the corner of the room, um, as his... He hopes his fellows will move forward and kill whoever is coming into the room. But it is Reginald's turn right now. All right. Reginald, I also need you to roll a strength saving throw, actually. All right. So we're rolling strength. Yep. Um, 23. You are not restrained. The vines, both of you, the vines come out of the floorboards between the cracks. Uh, these green vines, as they wrap around you and begin to turn dead to hold you in place, and you each rip away from the ground, cracking the vines and being unrestrained. But the vines still grasp at your feet, making it hard to walk. Nice. Okay, so there's a Derman in that door, right? There is. Alright. Any chance I could, like, sidestep or anything like that? I suppose that would make sense, yes, of course. Alright, let me see if I can just barrel my way through. Um... Mm, I'm going straight for the druid, if I may. <clears throat> so half your speed. What's your speed right now? Half speed is 30. Or, wait, your full speed's 30. Full speed's 30, but I have a thing. I'm going to use my bonus action. Um, it is called aggressive. Okay. As a bonus action, you can move up to your movement speed towards a hostile creature you can see or hear. You must end this move closer to the enemy than you started. That qualifies, right? I don't think it qualifies to negate the 
entangled, right? Uh, basically, it gives me a second movement, so I can move. Okay, yeah, my uh, movement yeah. So, so your current movement would take you five feet to the left, then up, then up. So that get your current movement, you'd get to here. Okay. So if you want to get all the way to the druid, you will need to use the aggressive. All right. So I'm gonna use the aggressive. Get all up in that druid, and I'm gonna swing my mace. Swing your mace at that druid. I'm gonna do it. Um, let's see. It's a sixteen to hit. A sixteen will most definitely hit. Woohoo! All right. Um, it is. That's nine damage. All right, nine damage. You smack that druid with your mace, cracking some of its uh, armor and ripping some of the moss from uh, its face. Nice and body. You said six. Uh, it was nine, nine damage. Nine, 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 nine. Oh yeah, let's do nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine damage. <laughs> All right, so he doesn't. He does not like the sound of that. <laughs> he says as the mace collides with his skin, body. Nice. It is now Vine Blight number two's turn. Like it. He does not take kindly to you harming his master. So he's going to move over there and he is going to do an attack a rune on you, sir. Do it. Um, he is going to do something called constrict. This is a melee weapon attack. So we're going to see if it hits, first of all. Will a 14 hit? Twill not, me brother. All right. A 14 will not hit. Um, so there you go. Nice. So, a uh, quick recap, because I got the munchies at the end of the last episode. Did I regain any health from that? From what? From eating a hearty meal. Yeah, we said that you could get, like, a D4 or something of health from get from eating some food, didn't okay. we? Okay, yeah, and I think I already got so that. That was okay. Jericho. How did, how did we do it for you, Jericho? Uh, I don't know. I just know that I'm at 18 health right now. Okay. okay, I think we did like because it was food. I let him roll a d4 or something like that. Yeah, I remember I was pretty low. I'm 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 up a little bit more now. So I I, I think we did. So okay, I'm just making sure All I right, counted well. up right. Sure. Okay, so that vine blight is there, right behind you, nice. boxing you in, uh, and trying to slap his plants upon you. He just thinks I'm boxed in. It is now Jericho's turn. <laughs> I run to the door. <laughs> All right. That'll, your movement will get you there, right? Should. I got 30. It, it do? And wait. I don't know. Does this only apply to uh, when we're traveling? Uh, difficult terrain does not affect my group. When, what, during what? Oh, never oh, mind. While traveling for an hour or more. Never mind. Oh, uh, okay. okay. That was a good call, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, dope. Then I just run through the door. Okay. Can I what peeky peeky through the door? Think? And is... I don't have any more movement, right? Correct. I think... If yeah, Wait, what's your total movement? 30? 30, yeah. Okay, so you would... You traveled 10 to get to the vines, uh, and the, which would leave you 20 left. So, yeah, you would only get a half of that. So, you're... You're right at the door, but you can see through it if you want. Okay. Can I shoost my crossbow through it? Absolutely. Shoost away. 
Ooh, I shoost. That's a... Sorry. 24. I assume you're shooting at the Vine Blight because it'd be hard to hit anything behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that will hit the Vine Blight, of course. Okay, cool. Oh, crap. <laughs> also, it should be mentioned that these Vine Blights look like Teenage Groot. Um, kinda. Okay. Like Teenage Groot with vines, <clears throat> made out of vines. That's some copyright. Kind of like a, right uh, kind of like uh, Davy Jones from a little bit Davy Jones, but less octopus and slimy from Pirates of the Caribbean. More twiggly. Got a six. Mm-hmm. I dropped my dice, um, and when I went to catch it, I accidentally snatched the cord charging my phone and dropped that too. It was great. Oh no! So six damage. Yeah. To vine blight number two. Put his, that the arrow hole. passes into his back. <laughs> Ripping right vines. <laughs> How much damage did your back. phone take? All of it. Oof. Rough day. All right, that's it. Okay. Next on the list, Dermont. <laughs> um, how big is this area? The um, nasties. Wait, what? Of the difficult terrain. Uh, it is 20, hopefully I drew it right. It is, I believe, a 20-foot, God, that's not the right app. 20 foot, a 20-foot square, so. Um, so am I in the center of it then? Yeah, we'll call you the center of it. Okay, cool. I want to run up to uh, over here. These Can are the top results. No. <laughs> My when I said cool, my phone thought I was uh, calling to it. Oh. Um, can you see when I'm doing that? Like, does it show my pointer? No. Okay. Bottom right corner of the room. I want to run over there. Okay. Um, and I'm going to uh, cast arrow upon the first divine blight. Cast it. Maybe one. What? Oh yeah, yeah. That is a sixteen. 16 will will hit. Dope. Well, hang on, I need to check my uh oh, my bob. Uh you don't need Cool. And I get sneak attack on him cuz uh my boy is right up on him. My boy has got my boys just just sitting right on him. Nice. Uh so that's a grand total of 12 damage. So when you say you cast arrow, you just meant you wanted to shoot an arrow at him? Yeah, I was just shooting an arrow at him. <laughs> Okay, 12 damage on number two? Uh, number one. Is that what you said? Yep, number one. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. You can't hear Zenus. He's saying number one. Who I be? can hear you. I can hear everybody. I can hear Zenus. Yeah, what? I can... Now I can hear you. Okay. Okay, what's up? Well, um, Number one. Number one. 12 damage on number one. Yeah. Also... Okay. Reginald, your your mic is muted on my screen. Doesn't matter. How's that? Is it all good? <laughs> yep. Cool. All right, 12 damage on number one. 20. All right, that arrow rips right across as he's turned to face Reginald. It just rips through his left shoulder and passes into his viney body. Pieces of vines where it enters and exits his body uh, fall to the ground. Oh, cool. And um, writhe. Wriggling. Everything. 
on my first turn on the first initiative, uh, I get an extra 10 feet of walking speed and I deal an extra D8 of damage. Nice. So roll that damage, and if you'd like to get further into the room, you may. Uh, you sure we want to retroactively do that? That's fine. Fine with everybody else? Yep. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Cool. Are you heading straight towards the creatures? Uh, I'm not going to move in any further. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, I'm a... I rolled a D8. It got an 8. So... Dang! BB2 took an extra 8. Which is more than the original damage. Nice. That's BB two is now has now become concerned with you. That's a oh, good no. move. Yeah, that's awesome. Do I need to unconcern uh, him? <laughs> uh, it is now Vine Blight number one's turn. Uh, it is going to turn to the man Wince shot him, no. uh, and move toward. Master Durbin. No, you stay over there now. You just stay there. It is leaving Reginald's uh um Oh you know area, I'm gonna do so... it. You know I'm gonna right, go for it. That's a twenty four to hit. And actually oh, mine, it's a nineteen plus five. I get criticals on nineteen and twenty. Alright then. Critical it is. Yes sir. So that was Hang on. roll the damage. As the Vine Blight turns, dragging its... It's seven damage. Total seven? Yeah, total seven. Okay. So it's one, three, and then plus three strength. Yeah, he's not looking for very good. He turns slowly and drapes his vines towards Dermon as he moves there. He gets about ten feet away, and then he, again, will try to entangle Dermon with his body. Um, No, I don't swing that way. (laughs) alright he's going to roll an unnatural 20 to entangle you wait there's no save on that not entangle constrict so melee weapon attack uh, to hit he's hit I assume with an unnatural 20 yeah oh yes okay so he's going to do 2 it's going to do 2d6 plus 2 bludgeoning damage Oh, lucky damage. Five damage total. Uh, And a large or smaller target is grappled. Escape a DC 12. Until this grapple ends, the target is restrained, and the blight can't constrict another target. So you are. You're you're grappled right now. Well, yeah. Um, So when he does that... uh, just gonna like Dermon's gonna like look around and look down. I imagine the vine just goes straight across his arms and chest. Yeah, it does. Lock his arms down by his side. So he's like, he's like looking down at him. He's like, oh no, he gave me a splinter. <laughs> and then that's that's it. That's all I got. Nice. Um, I want to remind myself how grapple works real quick because I've I'm sure if you're listening to this show. Uh, you will realize that I do this all the time. I never remember what grapple does. If I remember right, it's a strength check on each roll on each go round. If you're able to make multiple grapple target, you grapple must be no more than one size larger. Um, using at least one free hand, you try to seize target by making a grapple check. Um, strength check tested by the target strength. This attack looks like it just it just grapples you immediately. Yeah. Um, if it hits, 
But if we were to do it a grapple, that'd be a different situation. Yeah, but I'm also restrained. So attack rolls against me have advantage, and my attack rolls have disadvantage. I've got disadvantage on dexterity saving throws, and my speed is zero, which is the same for being grappled. But... Right. So nice. also, just pointing out, because he's using like his viney body to grapple him, I, I don't think that the, the vine bite can do anything except just grapple. Yeah, that's correct. It, yeah, that's part of the move is that you can't do it to anyone else while he's grappling okay. big, boy, big, big boy German. Um, it is now the druid's turn, and the druid is going to do a thing. Better not. The druid is going to... use a spell slot and cast a, sp- a spell called Barkskin. Mm. Let me be able to read that to you. Um, until the spell ends, the target's skin has a rough, bark-like appearance. So all the pieces of skin that you see on this druid instantly become covered in this weird bark-like stuff. Um, and uh, it looks like he just he gains some confidence. It seems like he's a little bit he's a little bit tougher at this point. So Reginald, nice. looking straight into the face of this druid, doesn't care. Doesn't nice. Care. I imagine he probably would not. It's just further adventure juice on the adventure main platter. Wonderful. Um, okay, and that's going to be it. Uh, yeah, suppress. I did disable the point rewards for this stream just so we wouldn't... Um, we only have two hours really to play, so I didn't want to have anything slowing us down too bad. But welcome to the stream, my friend. Um... So yes, he is now a little bit tougher. He's standing in the corner with his arms crossed like, oh yeah, come get me. And that being the case, it is Reginald's turn. Guess what I'm going to do? You going to hit him? I'm going to come get him. Go get him. All right. This, uh, ah, it's a 13 to hit. That's going to miss this time. Your, your mace collides with his skin, but he just raises a forearm and it bounces off the bark, his barky skin. Oh, man. Okay. And I think, I think that's all I got. Although I do see Dermon is restrained over in the corner. I want to yell back to him. Hey, could you just stop fooling around back there for a minute? What are you doing? You're tied up. Do you think this is my idea of fun? Yeah, fine, dude. I'm I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to me. You stay out of this. That's probably all we got in like eight seconds. Yeah, there's not a lot of time to speak. Um, it is now the second blight's turn, and he just had a rip roaring good time with uh with Jericho's arrow. So he also is going to turn around and try to move towards Jericho. Will he now? not realize? Not realizing that he will invoke likely another uh, attack from Reginald. 13 plus 5, boys. 18. Yeah. That will hit. Yeah. Um, 8,000 damage on that one. Oh, really? No, it was a 5. Okay, so 5 damage to that one. Looking like those two vine blights are still looking a little worse for wear right now, but he is moving that way towards Jericho, uh, and he is going to do the same thing. He's going to try to constrict um, 
going to try to constrict Jericho. His vines come out from each arm to wrap around Jericho's body. Aye. Will a 13 hit? Uh, I don't think so. I think mine's a 14. Hang on. My phone seems doubtful, but my phone locked. Yes, 14. Oh, no. It will not hit. A 14. Okay, so you're able to slice those uh, as they come in. You're able to slice those uh, whips away as they try to constrict you. Swing, swing. Slice, slice. Plant oozing noises. And that means it is now Jericho's turn. Cool. I'm going to shoot him again. Woohoo. Shoot him again. That's a oh, that's a twelve. All right, you guys are are you guys counting your arrows? Huh? Yeah, I bought you extra. Guys... Remember, I have like I had like forty coming in here. Right. I just wanted to remind you. Um, and it has to meet or exceed. So yes, you will hit on this attack. Okay. Cool. That's a. Please hold. That's Please nine hold. damage. No, not nine damage. Nine seven damage. damage. Seven damage. Seven damage. The it, it it doesn't matter one way or another. Vine blight number two. Your arrow cuts through, slicing its vines, and uh, several vines fall to the floor, followed by the rest of this viney creature. It's just a pile of moss in the floor now. Oh. A pile of limp, limp, wet noodles laying in the floor. Fine blight number two has been uh, eliminated. He eliminated. Has... Oh, that's nasty. Like duty. <laughs> All right, I will fully present myself into this room and end my turn. I present myself <laughs> in this room. I love how you die. <laughs> All right. Um, that makes I walk it in bold first. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Dermot, your turn. Yeah, for you to escape this, you will have to do a strength check. Otherwise, act as you will. I cast upon him sacred flame. Oh no! Roosh. All right. Uh, that's a that doesn't require you to do anything that you can't do while restrained, right? It does not. Okay, then I roll a save, correct? Yep, dexterity save. Oh my lord! The dexterity on this vine blight. Even with a negative dexterity, he rolls a 15. Uh, he won't make it. Nice. So the vine blight, as the flame appears, he is able to step to the side as his vines remain constricting on you. Uh, and as his vines are constricting on you, he is going to try to whip them in tighter and get hit you with another constrict. Oh god, no! D20, please! The dice! No! Will a 23 hit? Uh, you know, maybe. Alright, so another 2d6 plus 2 bludgeoning. Good lord, Zenus. Freaking the lowest amount you could possibly get for 4 damage. Dermot snake eyes, yeah. to die. <laughs> snake eyes. Also, um, I find it funny because he's a cat, and cats are basically liquid. Right? Yeah, just, he he's it's like trying to squeeze a, a cat through like the hole in the wall or whatever. He just yeah. he gets through no matter what. Um, 
that means it is the druid's turn. No, yeah, it is. The druid is now going to step to Reginald um, and shillelay on your booty. Oh, man. All right, bring it. Shillelagh. Bring it. Uh, he is going to hit you with that shillelagh, is um, he? which means he is, or he's going to try to. <clears throat> Will a six hit? <laughs> you know what? No, it really won't. <laughs> he's, he swings the shillelagh at you. Uh, oh no! Wait, will a will an eight hit? <laughs> um, that's a little bit better, but nope, nope. Yeah, it's not uh, going to do it on that one. Let me see his if he has staff a plus nine uh, modifier. <laughs> the end of his staff uh, begins to glow and grow larger, and and as oh. it comes down, it comes down hard on your shield, but you're able to raise your shield and 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 uh, deflect the hit. Um, and the the druid is now. Uh, if you could understand Druid, you would know that he's cursing in the corner right now. Um, Reginald, it is your turn. What How will you respond? Like? <laughs> yeah, sounds I know like something you'd have to wipe after you're done. I mean, <laughs> all right. So, seeing this pitiful, pitiful little attack, I've. You know what? Let me show you how it's done. Let me see if I can hit him this time. It is a 23 to hit. It will hit. Just a barely. It is... I think Reginald sounds like a really dumb Tom Hardy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it is, it's not a lot of damage. It's sick. I need to find something that does more damage. Okay. You donk him in the head with a six? With a six. Well, with a club, right. but the club deals a six. Right. I'm not actually this carrying around a big Street. Sesame Street number. Yeah, he he puts up his arms to block it with his staff, and you you do crack some of the bark skin on him, um, and you can he begins to bleed a bit, uh, but he still stands before you, snarling, ready, wanting to attack. Imagine uh, has a big skin, like like a kid at his first trip to Chuck E. Cheese. Like I am just having so much fun right now. Perfect. Um, this not having cantrips thing is some beans, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we do know what you mean, I think. Guess what? I uh, have one is... attack. Smack it with a big hunk of wood. Fighters. It's fun. It's good stuff, though. That is true. Jericho, your turn, sir, unless R- Reginald is doing anything else. Uh, no, I'm My good on that. Okay. I am going to... If I if I were to go over to VB one, would I be able to shoot uh, the druid from where I am? Uh, yeah. Well, I would probably give him based on the the sheer size of Reginald. I'd give him like quarter cover on that, or whatever you call it, half cover or something. I'm a big okay. boy. Um. All right. Cool. Then I'm going to move in to sword swipe uh, vine blight one. You gonna stand behind him? Uh, yeah. Okay. Nothing personal, kid. I'm gonna go all out, <laughs> master, full anime mode. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk appears no. behind you. That's a ten. That will not hit. Well, poop. <laughs> then I'm going to about face and fire my crossbow at the doctor in the corner. All right, so I'm going to give him a little AC boost for his cover. Uh, go ahead and fire. All right, that is a 13. 
that will also not hit. So as you fire your your Thank crossbow you bolt, I'll be here all week. <laughs> as you fire your crossbow bolt, it collides with the side of Reginald's shield and just disintegrates on the side of his metal, the metal ring of around the you know his shield, the metal, whatever you call it. Um, it just disintegrates, splintering everywhere, not harming anyone. But Reginald, you definitely feel it. Awesome. Okay, that's All it. Right. What was up with it? <laughs> well, if you weren't standing in the way, maybe I could hit him. I want to just take a half second to just lean like 10 degrees to the left. <laughs> just it's like a bit late now. Like. <laughs> Derman, your turn, sir. I'm going to hit him again with the radiance from the heavens. All right, radiate. And radiate, then, baby. I mean, probably not. Hit him. This time he rolls a 14. Freaking booty. <laughs> you stupid, unwittingly dexterous uh, vine blights. So he, he ducks again as the as the flame almost consumes him. Zenus, what class are you? You know, the suck class. <laughs> you took a level of cleric, I believe. I am two levels of cleric and three levels of poopy. You know, for as much thought as I put into this stuff, I'm really bad at building characters that are functional. Well, you just you just got some bad, unlucky rolls on this vine blight. You got this. Um, you got this. V the vine blight is uh, now not seeing Dermon as a threat. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, being missed twice by the fire, he b- doesn't believe Dermon's going to harm him too much. He's going to turn to Jericho, who's right behind him, and try to constrict another victim. Do it. Oh, a 20 hit. No. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, D6. Serious grappling. You need magnetic dice. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's going to give you more damage this time. So nine damage, Jericho. Awesome. Venus <laughs> uh, got the snake eyes, but um, you are now grappled. You cannot move. You are restrained. It's only death. I've done it before. It's not too bad. <laughs> oh, I should have rolled. Tw- uh, never mind. It still hits you anyway. Um, yeah. Wait, did you die? No. Okay, good. Um, that makes it the druid's turn. The druid's going to make another attempt to shillelagh on Reginald. Do it. Shillelagh, bye-bye. Will a 21 hit? You know what? It will this time. Nice, a 21. Um, one to the eight. It's going to do seven damage to you, Reginald. Dang, okay. All right. I'll take it. The druid again imbues its staff with magical power and it swings harder, faster, and more true as it collides with your ribs. It slips under the shield and hits you right in the ribs. Oh! Um, But that's going to be all he's going to do on his turn. Reginald, it is yours. All right. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to swing the thing at it. That's a 21 to hit. With what? Your thing? The, 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 you know what? Yes. In this situation, yes. Um, I all right. What was the damage? damage. Um, hitting him with a mace, and uh, whew, it does uh, seven damage, so eye for an eye. 
what you what was the roll to hit? Twenty one. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, I couldn't remember that. And yeah. Seven damage, you said? Uh, yeah, because he's got art skin, right? That's sixteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he, sl- you slam him in, hit him, and some of his bark cracks. Um, but he still remains on his feet. How's he? That's just, just real quick. How's he looking? Just, you know, is, is he's he looking? not looking great. Okay, he's looking tired, battered, a little okay. blood coming out the nose. All right, I want to like just yell back over my shoulder. Hold on, boys, you be there in a tick. In turn. Okay, uh, it is going to be Jericho's turn now. Cool. Is Reginald still leaning ten yeah. degrees to the left? All right. Uh, can I still make a swipe at the vine blight even while entangled? Yeah, your your uh, stuff will have disadvantage though. Okay. That's a uh, fifteen. A fifteen will hit. Swing at divine brute. Mm-hmm. Your your hand still on your blade. You're able to while your bicep. Your upper arm is still pressed against your body. You get a wrist and a forearm swing as you shimmy over there. Got him. That's seven damage. Seven damage. Seven damage is just enough to slice all the way through at the waist of this vine blight, and another pile of vines lies limp on the floor. Am I freedomed? Like so many. You are freedomed. Cool. So I don't get disadvantage on the druid. Correct. Cool. Don't Say, matter. Reginald Lee side has moved has removed the cover. I rolled and two. <laughs> and two. So this so this uh this particular crossbow bolt hits the window and just keeps on going. <laughs> just <laughs> breaks the glass and keeps on flying. <laughs> you'll get there, ready. you'll get there. Just uh sold you wrong. Hold him still next time. How about that? You know, I'm, I'm working on it here. All right, Jericho, what's next? Uh, I'm going to move closer to... Uh, I'm going to go up behind Reginald. <laughs> okay. And that's it. All right, that means Derman, it's your turn. Hey. <clears throat> I'm going to... Wait, is VV1 dead? Yeah, sorry. VB1 has been removed. I'm going to saddle up this uh, right wall here until I got a clear shot at, at the doctor, and then I'm going to just shoot at him. All right, fire away. The only the only spell that ever hits. <laughs> that's that's tw- 22. That'll hit. Your arrow will, will strike true. That's... That's... Ten damage. All right. The arrow, after failed attempts at harming the the vine blight, uh, frustrated Derman heads down the wall, raises his bow, and fires an arrow directly between the eyes of the druid. Uh, the druid's body goes limp, his eyes still wide open. He falls backward into the wall where the arrow sticks in, and his body is uh, held from falling all the way to the floor by the arrow that is stuck in the wall through his head. Um, Dermon. Hey, I didn't die this time. <laughs> Dermon's kind of looking on haggard. Sorry, that's Dermon's the way it's done. Good show, good show. 
Damn, you look a bit haggard over there. You doing all right? Um, yeah, hang I'm on. St- I had a line for him. I'm going to start says, looking through this cabinet. Okay. You know, it doesn't matter. He just looks haggard. Okay. He doesn't have anything. Just, look, <laughs> just looks haggard. Uh, so in that cabinet, you uh, see where the druid was rifling through. Um, inside the cabinet, you find a key that is hanging on a loop of twine. Ooh. Hey, boys, I found a key in here. If we you found anything long, yes, <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I literally don't remember. I think you're about to explain what I've forgotten. Hey, wasn't there I, uh, your chest or something around here? Is that the case, Keith? Uh, the only chest that you guys know about is the one that Derman found. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't even know, sadly. I don't know what it goes to then. It might have gone to that chest. I don't know. Right. Somebody take it. I'm going to toss I it still... in their direction. I want to okay. loot the dream. Whoops. Hey, maybe it goes um, to that uh, outhouse we've seen on the outside. Could be. Did either of you catch it? Nope. I, I cool. caught it. <laughs> I'm interested. You couldn't remember the one chest, but you can remember that there's an outhouse outside. <laughs> it's always um, important to know where the outhouse is. It really so, is. Anytime I go somewhere, was, I immediately identify the outhouse equivalent, mm-hmm, not the locked too. doors. Wando SL Banyo. Um, Donde SL Banyo. What? I don't know. Uh, what were you doing, Derman, you said? I'm a loot the druid. <laughs> All right. The druid, uh, again, being a man of the forest, uh, just like the other one, is carrying nothing special. Uh, he's just a just a druid, just a just a nature boy, um, an evil nature boy. Is, is Does his staff appear magical in nature? Uh, his staff only appears wooden in nature. I crack it over my knee in disgust. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> The only magical staff you found is the one that uh, Reginald carries on his back. Damn it, I gotta admit, I'm starting to like this whole sneaking around and taking things from people who don't really need it anymore. I could probably learn a thing or two from you. Well, it's funny you should say that, because I'm thinking I should have gone more into this whole being a rogue and stealing from people thing. Being a cleric doesn't seem to be playing out for me too well, does it? Yeah, being anything really doesn't seem to play out too well for you, but do whatever you think it might be. I'm just looking in between these two. Just like, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah. Well, if you ever want to learn a thing or two, I'd be happy to teach you, I suppose. Excellent. Okay, lovebirds. Um, that room. I do want to take a multi-class uh, into uh, Rogue. Cool. Roar. I dig it. Um, you guys have looted about everything in this room, except uh, near the north wall is a printing press. Um, it looks like uh, Davy and Martikov or the other wine folks, it looks like the people who own the winery, use this to make their printing labels. Um, so I'm kind of standing nearby. Can I roll a investigation or a perception on it? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. 
Okay. Uh, it's a nine. Okay. Uh, it just looks like a printing press. It looks like a device that they use to print their uh, wine labels. God, there's a fly in here that I really want to kill. Can I also um, investigate it? I have something you specific to look for. That is a 14. No, what a 13. Looking I'm looking to see, does it look like uh, the druids have been using it? Are they printing any labels that don't look like the uh, Wizards yeah, of the Vine or Wizards of no, Wine? No, it, it does not look like they're using they're, that they're using the printing press for themselves, but you do notice that the ink, when you, you swipe some of the ink with your finger, uh, it smells like wine. And it seems as though the ink that they use is made from wine. Um, and the cabinet that uh, you guys were alluding and looking through uh, contained what looked to be bottles of ink, which now mm. you know uh, are uh, bottles of ink that's made from wine. I'm going to lick it and see if I die. <laughs> okay. The stuff that was on my fingers. Gotcha. Do I die? You do not. You don't feel any 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 bad at all. It tastes like wine. Mostly. Hey, uh, boys, I think I think they were using their own wine for ink on the bottles. The cheap bastards. There's a whole cabinet over there. We could finish our quest by turning this into him. You know, I got to wonder. What color you think it'd be on the outside? You know, the second half of its journey, so to speak. I don't rightly care. But probably still reddish in tinge. Well, yeah, yeah, we could probably pass that off with no problem, yeah. Maybe it's just extra con concentrated. Ooh, is, yeah. it, is it like jugs of it, or what is it? Um, they're fairly large bottles. They're kind of like potion-looking bottles um, that this ink is in. Also in that cabinet, you see pieces of parchment that obviously go on the printing press, as well as some jars of glue. Also, welcome to the Raiders from Wars channel. Thank you guys for being here. So, wasn't we supposed to get three barrels of this stuff? I mean, it don't look like no three barrels in there. Well, it don't look like this place is going to be making one anytime soon either. Maybe he can charge a markup on it because it's not going to be made anytime soon. And he's going to be the only supply of it. That is true. You may make take a what compelling he argument. Well, I don't know. I, I can't imagine there's much more to this place that we haven't discovered or cleared out. We may as well continue. Are there any already made labels in the room? Keith? Um, yeah, there are. There's, there are several labels that, that have been made but haven't been placed on the barrels or bottles yet. Okay, I'm going to take a stack of them with me just in case he needs those. Okay. Sounds like a good idea. That'll work. Uh, so we put the bottles? Uh, after this, I think. Okay. Dermot, did you find any other living beings in this uh, winery? Have we already been downstairs? Have we cleared those out? I forget. You no. have not been to the basement to clear out. No. Ooh. There, there are a few people downstairs. A few All more right. druids. Shall we bring these down to the middle level and then go deal with it? That sounds oh. good to me. Yeah, Real quick, you though. make a good point. Keith, quick, if I roll medicine uh, well enough, would I be able to tell who is the most damaged of us? 
physically? Sure. Cool. <laughs> cool. I roll for medical exam, medical assessment. That's a twelve. Um, yeah, I think Jericho is pretty obviously beat beat up the yeah, most. A blind man or out of the would know. <laughs> are you saying out of the you you and Jericho, or are you saying out of you and out of Jericho and Reginald? Out of all three of us. My guess is Jericho. I'm at, uh, I'm at 12 of 32, so. Oh. I don't know. I don't know how to see what my total is. Like, what should it be? Oh, um, click and hold on your HP, and it'll tell you what your max health is. Okay. Like, yeah, Reginald is silently taking hits. I am you 9 what? of 32. Oh, crap. All right. Uh, I'm gonna hang on. Do I have? I don't think I have anything. I can't. You know, you guys are gonna die. That's fine. Jericho's looking rough. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's looking a little haggard at this point. But yeah, we've burned through health potions and everything else. Like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out, fellas. Well, sadly, I can only do this for one of you. So I go up to Mully and I, um, I kind of put my my hand on him and I say, "Don't say I never got you anything." Now, and I use channel divinity. Upon him. All right. Upon him. Um, as an action, you present the holy symbol and evoke healing energy that can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level. Uh, so I'm going to give him all ten. Nice. Whoop. Cool. Bringing me up to a grand total of nineteen. Oh, it feels says you guys are. A, you guys are a picture of 2020. It's been rough for everybody so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And we're all out of health potions. I got. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a piece of? Uh, would I benefit from getting a piece of food from Reginald at this point? Yeah. Um. I'll. If you guys want to eat, I know Dermot hasn't eaten yet. You ate one time, and Reginald ate one time. I'll let you eat and eat again for like another D 4s worth of health. Well, okay. I mean, we've cleared this room. We've cleared. We cleared this level, and like everything above us. It's just what's in the basement, right? Correct. Do you? I mean, just just out of character. Is is it okay to just take a short rest? That is not a question I can answer you. Okay. For you. Okay. Um. That is a you may have to take if you wish. Does this? Do you want to go ahead and set a precedent now? How many times you can get health from food in a day? Um. I'm picturing you guys. Did you guys eat anything at that bar? I'm picturing three: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's my thought. That sounds good to me. Day. That's cool. Yeah, we ate before we left. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody gets two chances to heal up from food. All right, cool. Uh, what is the? What are we using for food? I mean, what D4. like for healing? My meat low. <laughs> Reginald picked up eight pounds of food and stuffed it in a satchel last episode. So what are, what are we doing, D4? Uh, yeah, if you guys want to eat a snack, original get you a D4. Could I get another bite off that uh, meat stick you found? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured this would come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> wrap, wrap your lip around that. <laughs> you no know part of what's going on in here. I think I will just cut off a piece of it myself and leave you two to what you're doing. Hey. Whatever suits you, but just get a body of that and it'll suit you just fine. I'm going to cut a piece off of it and eat it. Okay. 
That's a Take you a D4. Um, Zenus, do you want to go ahead and take two D4s? Or do you want to save that last one for a rainy day when you get another snack? Uh, no, I'll take a 2D4. Alright, cool. I got I got the big old six. The big six. Six with the meat log. Um, cool, great. Sounds good. Your boy. I got that. 21 health now. Wonderful. Everybody's I'm got a little whopping sure. 15. Nice. Being that we have fairly limited time tonight, you guys, uh, I don't have a character to push you forward. You guys got to tell me what you want to do. All right, boys, we going downstairs? I want to hold out my meat log to the door. Onward, boys. On to adventure. All right, I'm, I'm going to heft my jug and follow suit. Okay. Uh, wait, are we going straight down? Uh, we said we were going to put the bottles on the middle level on our way down, and then we were going to head there. Okay. I, I want to uh, stealthily stealth my way down into the downstairs. To the, to the bottom of the basement. Sure. Okay. Ink joke. Um, so, quick question for you. There are two uh, turrets. There are two essentially spiral staircases that lead down to the basement. Uh, Dermon, you went on the bottom right one. So, if there, if this, um, if the two, if the uh, winery looks like this, um, with two turrets on either end, Reginald, you went down this one yeah uh, and you guys are currently right here if that makes sense i went down that one not reginald Dermon. okay me. there we go it was Dermon. what went in a place well guys there are two stairs two two ways to get down yeah. i've only been in the one over there but there's another one right here I would be more than willing to scout ahead in this one if you guys would like to go down that one. Well, yeah, I mean, it seemed to work out all right the first time. Why not? All right, late Reginald, let's go. Um, I'm going to put my jug down on this level here. and On the, so on the top floor, not in the middle? Huh? On the top floor, not in we're the still, middle? We're still on the top floor? Yeah, I, I didn't picture you'd moved yet. I just wanted to make sure you guys, because oh, uh, you had seen it so far. I just wanted to remind you of the layout. I thought Dermon. I thought we had gone down, and Dermon was pointing them out to us. Okay, then yeah, I'm just going to go downstairs then uh, to the middle floor. Yep. Okay. Um, so when you go down this, uh, if we're going down the bottom left turret, when you go down to the middle level, there's like a little, you know, alcove where you can open the door into the place that you were just in. Um, the uh, wine bat area, but the wooden door right there is sopping wet with wine. None has soaked underneath it yet, um, but that door is sopping wet with wine that has been on the floor of your spill. But there's a little flat area that you could drop your stuff off in if you wanted to. I will do that. Seems like as good a spot as any. Okay. Um, so now you guys will hang out in that little alcove, uh, and then there's one one more spiral flight of stairs down this turret. Uh, if you will roll your stealth for me, Dermont. Oh, 
Alrighty. Uh, this is this twenty-three. All right, you will successfully uh, stealth around whoever's down there. Let me tell you what you might see. Uh, wooden, wooden pillars and beams support this 10-foot-high ceiling of this ice-cold cellar, uh, which is split in two by a 5-foot-thick brick wall. A thin mist covers the floor. Each half of the cellar features an 8-foot-tall wooden partition that doubles as a wine rack. The western rack stands empty, but the eastern one is half-filled with wine bottles. So, you enter the basement, um, and what you see is... Uh, wine bottles or wine bottle shelf, wine bottle shelf there on either side. Then you have a partition that separate a brick wall partition that separates each side. Um, there is a door here, and obviously. Doors that come into the room here and here. Uh, Derman, you are right here standing in the corner uh, looking out into this room. Everybody following? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think we're good. Okay. Um, it's very dark down here. There is there is actually no light. It is completely dark in this in this room down here. Um, so, Dermot, I assume you got some night vision, right? Uh, yep, you can see dim light, uh, bright light, and darkness as if it were dim light. Okay. <laughs> um, so, it's, it's dimly lit down here. And Jericho can remind me of his powers in the darkness later on. Um, so, you can see something um, moving behind the eastern wine rack. So, across the room, you can kind of see some things moving moving around down there. Um, and, you again, you can hear from on the other side of this partition... Uh, you can hear the gravelly voices of uh, druid of that of the same druidic language, and they seem to be muttering spells or whatever it is they do. I would like to roll a perception to see if I can see how many there are. Um, you at this, unless you want to move closer, you won't be able to see um, how many they are. You can tell that the sound. Is coming like from around this brick wall that you can't really see through. So there's none on my side of the room. Correct. There's none on your side. It seems. Okay. Yeah. I want to go to like just the edge, that corner of the brick wall. Okay. Like the on front, if we're looking at the map, the one on the right. Um, and kind of like peek around and see if I can see anything. Okay. Roll that perception. That's <clears throat> a twenty-five. Oh, my, you can definitely see a lot of stuff. Um, You can see another batch of needle blights. So the same things that were chasing you through the field outside. Um, You see five of those spiky, very tall Groot boys. uh, And you can see another male druid lurking in the eastern portion of the cellar. Hmm. Just a lurking. Oh, uh, hey, I'm going to sneak my way back up the top, and I'm going to relay that information. Okay, so you guys come back up to the alcove. <laughs> or says, ask, ask to see his permit. <laughs> Sir. Mr. Druid, do you have a permit? 
for this behavior down here? I'm the uh, spells regulator. There's a lot of wild magic going on here. I need to make sure we're in acceptable levels. <laughs> I'll show you my badge if I need to. Um, okay, you guys are now in the alcove. You have arrived back at the alcove where Jericho and Reginald are waiting. So there are a lot of things down there, and I relay the information. Wait, all, all sounds like an opportunity for adventure. It certainly does, but it also seems like an opportunity for death. For one or more of us, perhaps all. And you said it's dark down there? It is quite dark, yes. Can all of you see in the dark? I can, yeah. certainly. Absolutely. All right, well, I have a special use for the darkness. If I'm As long as it's dark around me, I guarantee nothing's going to be able to find me. What? I mean, that if you won't give it a shot. So would it be best for us to go to the other turret and descend, if that's where everything is? Yes, they are not... They are not here. I will sneak back down this one and provide ranged cover for anyone sneaking through on the other side. All right. I'll try and sneak down the other one. Any tips? There's a bit of wine between you and them. No, I mean for sneaking. Keep my ankles oh. loose, clench my butt cheeks, anything like that. <laughs> no, nothing quite so dramatic. Just use your hands to stable yourself on the walls and mostly use the balls of your feet when stepping. Step right. gently, rock back and forth as you move. Let your foot sort of roll across the floor. Rock and walk, rock and walk, rock and walk. Got it. I just picture after this scene, Jericho and Tube Sock sliding into the room and you hear, Just take those old records off the shelf. I'll sit and listen to them by myself. Um, one thing that I think Dermot would also have mentioned because of his extremely high uh, perception role um, is that there were three uh, big barrels of wine on the northern wall of the eastern part of the cellar. So the same part of the cellar that the Druid and the Bad Boys are in, there were three big barrels of wine emblazoned with the name Purple Grape Marsh, um, which you know is one of the wines that they sell at the Blue Water Inn, which is, of course, where you're trying to bring wine back to. And also, Dermon, whenever you leaned on that, par that partition, that brick wall, uh, the southernmost short portion of that wall seemed to have a little give, almost as if there might be a secret door there. Ooh. I like that. And one, and one final thing you saw, Dermon, was shimmy shimmy this door down here. That um, This door that I mentioned earlier. Yep. You see moving it. Now, Dermon, amongst all these things that you uh, obviously mentioned was the Secret door among them? Nope. Okay. I, just, I, I love envisioning that as an actual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, Dermot, knowing you, I have to ask. No, I did not mention a secret door. All right. <laughs> All right, so do I need to do it? Do I need to roll stealth again to get this, get the shinde off the, off the yeah. rails? I believe you should roll some well, stealth. How, how we do with this, boys? We we all gonna try to be sneaky about it, or 
Sorry, I, I do apologize for not mentioning everything in this room. I wasn't looking at the map whenever I told you what was in this room. I should have refreshed myself. Also, on the western side of the room, there are no wine bottles in that wine rack. On the eastern side of the room, it is it has around 40 bottles of wine on the on the wine rack. Oh. You told us it was, it was kind of full, like half okay. full or something. Gotcha. Cool. Then good. Oh... How we doing this, boys? We going down old sneaky style, or should somebody go rushing right in? I think me and Demon are gonna go sneaking. If you don't feel like it, that's more power to you. But you can try it if you like. Keith, can I can I give a suggestion for what Dermon does? Uh, sure. I rolled a two for stealth. <laughs> I mean, no, you're you're kicking a wine bottle across the floor, dude. Technically, I rolled a nine. But, well, I don't know. It's fine. I, I thought it, it, it. I don't think a nine is enough to make it happen. But it would have been funny if Dermon, like, as he was walking toward the stairs, like turned around and was like, "I'll see you guys down there," and then fell down the stairs. Yeah, I would have hit you with that on a nat one. Yeah. Uh, but instead, so uh, Jericho, I picture you're already over there on the other one. Yeah, ready to go down. And all right, still. what did Reginald decide to do? Um, I think I'm going to head down with Dermon this time. Okay. All right, so you guys are down here on this side. Dermon, is your goal to sneak all the way to the partition? Uh, that was my goal, yeah. All right, thank you for being honest. Um, so you get about right here. You get about halfway across the floor. Reginald Dermon is kind of... Uh, sneaking ahead of you to provide cover for Jericho, and you're walking behind him. Um, it's dark down there, and Dermon's focusing on his destination and maybe not where he's he's stepping, and he kicks an empty wine bottle that goes tinkling across the floor to, and past the partition and lands right about uh, where that door is on the southern side of the room. And when you do this, you can tell that you have alerted whatever's down there to your position. Uh, and they all uh, begin to make noise, and you can hear the sound of things walking towards you. Uh, it is time to, I believe. Well, let's talk. Let's let's figure out Jericho's thing. What's going to happen to Jericho? Jericho, uh, you want to roll stealth? Yeah, I'm effectively invisible, so they have disadvantage on attacks on me. Uh, right. Gotcha. And I also have advantage on attacks against them. And I have advantage on stealth. Okay, I roll stealth advantaged. That is a 17. Like an agent of darkness, <laughs> you slip past the view of all. I am who the wish to see. agent. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me go back and find. Um, the correct enemies in, in this room. And where are the blights? Are they over there, like, behind the uh, wine rack? Yeah, so let's um, go ahead and make those on the screen real quick. What was that? Sorry, that was me. I was unplugging something. 
Oh. Um, yeah, you guys keep everybody entertained for a second while I, um, you know, figure out this. To everyone at home, nobody can see this, but I'm juggling for your amusement. It doesn't Man, look great. Does a, a fine job of it, too. Right? I mean, I'm impressed. Real... Through the mountain. Real fine juggler. I'm I watched, hoping all um, these NBs are noob. Yeah, noobies. Mm-hmm. Noobie boobies. Just them noobie boobies. None uh, oh my. <laughs> so that's going to be all of your needle bites there, and they're going to be down there. War has Just said something, around. but I don't know what he is, what he means by it. He's telling Josh to maybe do a backflip uh, or two while you're at it. Since they can't see it at all, you might as well do two. Look, it's hard to do the backflip when you're holding the chainsaws. <laughs> all right. So one of the chainsaws has lit on fire. All right. So I'm back at it. Um, I think. Yeah, you are perfectly stealth, Jericho. Is there? What are you going to do at this point? You, you've heard uh, Dermon kick a wine bottle across the floor. You've noticed that the enemies on the far side of the wine rack that you are on, or that you are on this side of, are now kind of moving towards his position. What do you do? Does the wine rack look like something I could push over? It doesn't look tall enough to harm any of these creatures. Okay. It's like IKEA furniture, but it is it is full of it is full of wine. All right. Say if say if someone were laying down on the other side of it and you push it over on them, it would it would harm them for sure. Okay. Um. Then I'm just gonna stealth my way over to the end of the wine rack. I guess we're not in initiative yet, right? Not yet. So you do it. If I made a if I made an attack now. That would be a surprise attack, correct? But I'd still get my turn. Right. And the... Correct. Is that correct, Venus? Remind me of surprise attacks. Uh, no, every creature that is surprised cannot act on the first round of initiative. Or round of uh, that makes sense. Okay, that, of course, makes sense. So in, in theory, it does kind of give you a free attack, but uh, yeah, I get it. Okay, so yes, that's how it would work. This if you form- attack now, we roll initiative, and they can't attack on their first round. Okay, so this is the time when I would receive my extra 10 feet of movement speed and a D8 added to my Yes, attack. yes, yes. Okay. Then I will do that. I'm going to run into... So these are individual needle blights? Yeah, these are kind of... These are separated. These okay. are these are moving, moving of their own volition. Okay, these are not groups. Correct. Okay, then I'm gonna move. Yeah, they're not. There's not 25. Okay, then I'm gonna move in on Needle Blight four, and swing my sword. And okay. then I'm going to fire a bolt at the doctor on the left, right after. All right, hold on. Let's roll initiative first because somebody else may act before you before you do this. They just can't act on their first turn. Know what I mean? It will not be me. I got so Dermon one plus you want initiative. So let's everybody roll initiative, please. Two. Oh, 
That is a 9 plus 5 is 14. Okay. Can you uh, can you crit fail on initiative? No. Okay, I got a 4. See, okay. crit failure 2 is a 1 plus a 1. Alright, that's bad news. Um, I am going to roll all the same initiative for the Needle Blights, but they're not going to act as one. They'll, you know, kind of cool. do their own things. Now, you say that's Sound. bad news, but honestly, that's great news. Okay. Because, I mean, I, it, it's a crit fail, but it's on initiative. So, if, it, if anywhere, I would rather have it there than anywhere else. That's true. As long as you don't have another one, you're probably fine. This is the first All right, so... Um, Everybody's initiative rolls, please. Four. Two. Fourteen. Fourteen. Perfect. Strap in, boys. It's time to do some combat. Cool. Did he say strap in or strap on? Don't you dare, Reginald. You put that mace away. You put that mace away. Sorry. Seedy. I had seedy. a family Sorry, guy boy. moment. I'm okay. I will recover. All right. So these spindly needle boys are needling all around, uh, being led by their male druid counterpart. And it is time for you, Jericho, to... No, yes, it is time for you to attack, sir. Do as you will. It's a surprise round. It better be my turn. Yeah, it's all right. That's a... 21 to hit Needle Blight 4 with my sword. You hit with your sword. How much damage do you do? That is... A 7. I get a 4 every time I roll that D6. What about the extra damage? Oh yeah, D8 of damage. An extra five damage. So, uh, right. what did I start 12? with? Seven? Yeah, 12. All right. Needle Blight 4 instantly is cut down, slashed. All of its needles sliced in half. It turns into a pile of matches on the floor. Boop. Bye-bye, Needle Blight 4. <laughs> and then I'm going to crossbow the doctor over there. All right, you're, he's going to have cover from these two needle bite five and needle bite three. So I thought the needle blights will... were the short things. No, these are these are full size fellas. The twig blights were the short ones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. These are these are the tall things that chased you into into the winery. Okay, well I have advantage, so my second roll was a nat twenty. Perfect. You will hit still, of cool. course. That is so. As the neophytes were moving towards Dermon, your your crossbow bolt passes between the two of them, slow motion style. The camera follows it as it spins into the druid. Sweet. That is a two plus three is five. Doubled is ten. Unless you want me to roll again. You want to just double it? Uh, no, you're you're good to go. If you want to double it like that, that's fine. Okay. Ten damage to the druid. Oh, he gets stuck. Um, and in the in the shadows, you can catch the glint. That this druid too seems to have thick skin. Mm. That's it. All right, that's Jericho's turn, which means 
all these creatures were surprised. So, Nerman, it's your turn. Hey. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's the <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna shoot at the old druid. All right. So you peek around the corner. That's an 18 to do it. Pull out the bow. The 18 is gonna do it. You you nail him. Nice. Oh, That's eight damage. Eight damage. This druid also t- took an arrow. Uh, he was walking towards you, so he took an arrow in the shoulder on his way to you. And as he spun around a little bit to try to duck from that damage, you plant an arrow right underneath that arm into the armpit, passing into his torso. Oh. <laughs> he says. Um, how tall is the uh, uh, the wine rack? Uh, I'd give it four feet. Oh, that sucks. Can we stack the other wine rack on top of the other one so we can knock it over more effectively? <laughs> if you'd like to. <laughs> how um, how tall are the ceilings in this room? Uh, my guess is ten feet. Okay. I'm Let gonna. Confirm. I'm just gonna climb up that. Yeah, ten feet. I'm gonna climb up the, <laughs> the part of the wall that I'm near, the brick wall. Um, okay. And I'm just gonna like. Kind of just climb up and hold hold on to the ceiling as close as possible. All right, so Dermot is now on the wall, holding on to the ceiling as best he can. Um, if anyone comes near, I'm going to hiss at him. And you have, yeah, you have climbing speed, so you can do that. Um, Reginald, it is your turn, my friend. All right, I'm running up to where Dermond is. Okay. You made it. How much of that distance I got? Oh, I, I'm good. Uh, that was that was a full thirty. Okay. Other than that, I'm just uh, I'm just I'm just hanging out. I just I wanted to get into the combat. I will. You're in. So they they've seen us. Obviously, we're we're attacking and everything. Um, I want to um, I want to kind of shout up to to Derman. Hey, where's Jacob? Well, I don't know. He's in here somewhere. He said he was coming down the other side. That's all I got. Okay, so it that means it is now the druid's turn. And the first thing our druid friend is going to do, being surprised down here, he's going to want to get everybody away as away from him uh, as he possibly can. He is going to cast... Excuse me for the belch. Uh, he is going to cast Thunder Wave. Or reliable. So hang on to your ceilings and other things you're around. Uh, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from him, each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from that creature. So one, two, Derman, you are currently in the 15-foot cube. Okay. It is but bad I'm, news. I'm on, like, the edge you're right on the edge, yes. Like I was, I was intending to be on that, not on the corner, but like, oh, kind of like laid across that small thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So you're outside of the range, then that's fine. Um, 
you are not in the range. Jericho is not in the range. Really, the only thing in the range are his own uh, people, which is bad news for them. He has um, shield. But Keith, remember, it's a fifteen-foot cube, but it's in front of him. Right. So yeah, it's coming. It's coming kind of diagonally, I guess. So, um, down straight down from him, and then out to the right. I guess he's kind of doing the diagonal cube out of there. Um, so what's going to happen is bad news for the wine bottles. If this fly doesn't die immediately right now, ah! I got him. <laughs> he's dead. I like a little squeak. What was that? <laughs> I proved it to the camera. I got him. Oh, man. <laughs> I got him with my index finger. A sacrifice um, has been made. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's going to cast Thunder Wave, a 15-foot cube of thunder magic, thundering down in your undie pants. Uh, um, undie every, they're going to make a constitution saving throw, and each creature that fails is going to take 2d8 thunder damage. That's bad news. Thunder. For the Needle Blights. So... Constitution saving throw. Congratulations, Needle Blight number five. You succeed. So does uh, number one, as well as number three. And wow, congratulations, all the Needle Blights <laughs> with their Constitution rolls. Lucky Blights tonight. Um, they're having a right lucky there. blight. Very humorous. Very humorous, I am. Um, but that's not all that happens. I'm going to roll another thing to see how much wine we destroy. Oh, no! You so 14 up. bottles of wine shoot off of the wine rack and into the wall. <laughs> wine crashing against the wall. Wine covering the floor now. Uh, and the broken glass is resounding throughout the cellar. Um, and the... The druid is now shouting hateful speech towards you and your, you know, your party members. That being the case, it is now the needle blight's turn. No, that's not true. It's Jericho's turn. Yeah. Um. Okay, then I'm gonna approach needle blight three and do the same thing with the chop and then the shaft to the doctor. All right, chop and shaft. Let's see it. That's a nat 20 on Needle Blight 3. Good Lord, <laughs> all right. Knock, knock him out. That's a 3 plus 3 is 6 times 2 is 12. All right, another Needle Blight. This time you stab him in the in the gut and slice upwards, slicing his head in half as he turns into splinters on the floor and wall. Sweet. And that's a 18 on the Doctor. The 18 will hit. You fire another crossbow bolt, it finds home in the doctor's flesh. That is an 8 damage. The druid's flesh, by the way. Yeah. But it says doctor. <laughs> um, how much was the damage? 8. 8. Alright. He takes another arrow to the torso. Uh, and he he looks very worse for the wear. His head hunches over at this point. He looks as though he is almost done. Yeah. Does it? Now War is just talking about Shaft in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right, that's all. Needle Black number one is going to try to his best to attack you. Okay. He's going to use his claws on you. He's going to roll a dice. Will an 18 hit? He has disadvantage. Aha. Will an 11 hit? No. All right, so his claws swipe in, and he is unsuccessful in attacking you. Needle Blight 2 is going to do the same thing um, with his... Uh, with Actually, he's not. Needle Blight 2 is going to stand right there, raise his hands, and fire some needles at you. Will a 13 hit? No, need a 14. All right, so needles come flying past you and sticking into the wine... You're able to dodge those as well. Needle Blight number five, as well, is going to turn to you and raise a hand to fire needles into your unsuspecting face. He doesn't know where I am at all. I guess he can hear the direction of the carnage, but that's about it. Well, yeah, you're slicing people. You're slicing people. You're not. You're not concealing your sound anymore. Yeah, no. So that's I'm, why he's got disadvantage. I'm just saying, like, it. It sounds bad that they're missing everything, but really, they they cannot see me. So. Yeah, it makes it makes complete sense. You are like pretty completely invisible to them. Yeah. Um, he raises his hand to try to find the mark, but again, needles fly past the side of your head. He misses the mark by a long shot on this one. Um, and now it is Nerman's turn. Oh shoot! Hold up! Dummy, 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 dummy. Um. <laughs> Question. Answer. I don't know that Jericho is right up on Needle Blight 5. No, you, you do don't. Not. But does that... Would that have an effect on Sneak Attack? Um, I don't think so, because your Sneak Attack, I think, is because the enemy is focused on the other thing, right? Uh, you're you're of, focused it, on me. He's attacking me currently. Yeah. Yeah. I think I Sneak Attack is fine. All right, I just wanted to clarify. Uh, okay. So I'm going Green to... Sandwich. We are uh, not in Ravenloft. We are in the Wizard of Wines tonight. Sorry, go ahead, Zenus. I'm going to shoot at uh, Needleblight number five. Shoot him up. With shoot the, him. the big old not natural 20. I was about to Google something. Oh, I will. hold on. Type of type of... Hey, thank you for following Marine Sandwich. Um, thank you for following. Yeah, they're not even close to Ravenloft. We we play in small and small sessions, uh, once a week trying to get there. We're we're probably what eight, twenty four hours into the campaign, and we're have made it to Valaki, and then finally to the Wizard of Wines right now. We're um, yeah, all we're doing... level three. Marine yeah, short small sessions. Yeah, thanks for being here, Marine Sandwich. We appreciate you. Um, Did you say sandwich? Did you say sandwich? Um, what's next? Sorry, Zenus, what happened? What were you saying? Um, nine damage. Nine damage to the needle blight? Yep. Number five? Yep. Also, Marine Sandwich, please forgive our crude setup, but uh, we don't all have the internet capabilities or free time to make this the most amazing thing that it could be just yet, but maybe one day. Um, nine damage to needle blight number five. Uh, Needle Blight number five takes that nine damage, stammers a little bit, struggling to stay aloft 
are struggling to stay on his feet, but uh, you can see your arrow pass through his body and create splinters again that you can see them glimmer. Some of them stick into the sides of the wine barrels in the corner. Some of them stick into the sides of the, the wine rack, but this needle blight remains upright. Nice. And you do this from the ceiling? Do you hang down from your toes? No, um, I climb down and do it. Okay, cool. And then I remain upon the ground. But I'm going to move up to that wall where I felt the secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. All right, you move the wall. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, we appreciate the uh, the the request, Marine Sandwich, but the, the Dungeon Boys right now are, are a closed club. Uh, currently, we're we're we are looking at opportunities to give people the opportunity to um, maybe be a guest, uh, play a guest guest on an episode uh, as NPCs or something. So, if you want to jump into our uh, Discord, we can discuss that at, at some point. But uh, right now, we're more formally closed than an open party. Um, but thank you for being interested, German. You move to the secret door area. Do you want to do anything with it? Oh, can I? I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, I will, I will. Well, yeah, you, you, you're allowed to open a door um, after with without using an action. You can't do anything else, but you can pop that door open. Uh, yeah, I, I do that. All right, so you, you fiddle with the bricks until you find a loose one and you press on it, and that door actually opens up. Okay. Um, it takes some effort. Fiddler, you. It takes some effort to push open the secret door, and you are greeted by a blast of cold air. Reginald, you feel this cold air as well. Um, a dark tunnel stretches uh, for 15 feet, ending in an archway beyond which lies a shallow cave. Is it right on the end of that dividing wall, or where is it? Yeah, it is. It's right... Let me show you, let me show you, let me show you with my pencil. Let me, let me show you, let me show you with my pencil. That is the door. I see. Right on the tip. Right on the tip. This area is called Brown Mold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, Yeah, it's just extremely cold in there. Well, yeah. It is now, Dermot, if you are finished, it is now Reginald's turn. I am. Your wyvern emerges from the door. (laughs) (laughs) A a bronze dragon (laughs) packed into the closet. Uh, Okay, so how, what is the scale here? How far? It's Reginald's turn. Oh, I thought you said Jericho. I might have said it, but I meant Reginald. It's a me? It's a you, yes, sir. All right. So a secret door tunnel has been opened right here next to where we are, right? Correct. All right. Um, I don't necessarily know if I want to rush in at this point. I want to say I want to kind of like just kind of scoot up into that tunnel real quick. <laughs> you may scoot. I'm going to scoot. I'm a scoop. All right. Hey, Jeremy, how would you know this was it? I am a thief. I'll give you that one. You seem to be a pretty good one to me. What's down here anyway? I just want to walk right up in there. 
I don't know. I'm a precept at it. Uh, what are you percepting at in particular? I'm just, just this room? I'm just looking around, seeing what I see here. Are you carrying a light source with you? Uh, I am not, but I mean, I've got dark vision, so. All right, so I'm going to give you disadvantage on this perception roll to see what you see. Disadvantage, okay. Uh, first one is a 21. Second one is a 22. Okay, so you are able to see what is in this room, and there's not a whole lot, um, except you can see that covering the walls of the small area is brown mold. Mule. Okay. Brown. Like the far side. Where that, where that mold at? Do what now? You were asking it? where it is? Yeah, it's on the other side. Um, it is kind of all over the walls here. There okay. are four patches or five patches of, let me see how many patches of mold there are. Earth or more, can you see brown mold covering the wall or ceiling? Oh, so you, uh, you can see brown mold covering the walls, floor and ceiling around the archway and the cave beyond. Uh, growing throughout this area, it's, and it seems as though the the uh, cold temperature is coming from this brown mold somehow. Okay, all right. So not really, can't really do a whole lot with that. I don't want to abandon our supposed ally who is nearby. So, um, and I don't have any ranged attack. So you mean an ally who is supposedly nearby? Suppose, yeah. But, well, yeah. Either either way, either way. Um. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna rush in. I'm rushing in. Can I rush into combat? Do I have enough distance? Yeah, you just looked around that room. Yeah, I would say if you want to use your aggression thing, I think you should be able to make it. Uh, I can only use that once until I do a, a short rest. We'll say you uh, peeked in there. Well, let's see. You peeked in there, then 5, 10, 15. No, yeah, you can make it if you want to run in. Okay. So I'm going to run up over there to the doctor, and I'm going right. to swang at him. Swang at the swang at that druid. Swang. Um, 16. He is not looking good. That is going to hit. Nice. Um, five? A five bit of damage will be enough. Reginald comes in, and it's not a home run. It's not even a double. Maybe it's a single, just barely dodging the first baseman trying to get him out. But it doesn't really matter because he smacks the druid on his head, and the bark on his skin cracks and falls to the ground. And so do a few pieces of his skull as uh, Reginald cracks the druid's head wide open. He falls and lies backward on the wine barrels in the corner sweet but the wine barrels are as of yet unbroken the wine barrels are as of yet unbroken i smash them no i'm just kidding um i do in all the chaos and everything i want to yell out hey ball drinker where you at i'm right here you took what i was aiming for wait a minute I think that's all I got on this one, but I'm just confused at this point. Okay. All right, so that druid is gone. That druid's straight up dead, man. Pop. 
Be gone. Um, and yes, Marine Sandwich, if you don't, not a big fan of homebrewed games, you might not like the first 55 episodes of our podcast. <laughs> but we have been playing this this for several several sessions uh, as we take a break between or you know trying to get our main story back on track uh, that does occur in a homebrewed homebrewed world. Um, nothing too crazy or anything. It's not like cowboys in space with laser laser swords or anything like that. Um, it's but just enough crazy to make it D&D. Just enough crazy. Uh, that means after Reginald's turn, it is the druid's turn, but the druid takes his turn to continue being dead. Uh, and Jericho, it's your turn. Cool. Uh, how close is Needle Blight 1 to me? 1 and 5. Within range. You. Five is also within reach. Yeah, within reach, baby. Hey, Reginald, you see that uh, needle blot standing right next to you? Who said that? I can hear you. Mole drink is it you? I'm gonna swing at needle blight five. Okay, swing it up. That's a or once more. Let's see what we can do. Once more, what? Laser swords. Cool. 13 with my laser 13 sword. 13 to hit. Mm. Uh, 13 will hit, of course. Mm. Which one are you hitting? Definitely want a laser mace. Five damage. On uh, needle 5. You kill him. Needle 5 sliced in th- sliced not in twain, not in thrain, but in four wane. Oh, oh, all right. All up <laughs> in <the> wane. <laughs> Okay. In froths. Yes. <laughs> Sliced in froths. Um, next, what will you do? I will draw my crossbow and shoot at NB2. All right, fire it off. All right. Ooh. I missed. That's a 10 to hit. Uh, yeah, you're going to miss that crossbow bolt is going to go is going to go a wide right, and it's going to hit in the corner. And again, another crossbow bolt of yours shatters poof, into splinters. Grab Nabbit. The metal tip of though that falls down to the ground clinks on the floor. Sweet. So when all this happens, I see it happening right there in front of me. Can I just use a a half second to make a reaction here? Uh, to do what? But, just, I, mean, yeah, I just wanted to use words. Oh, yeah, sure. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that Damon. Damon, he's down here. He's got horrible aim, but he's down here. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. Thurman's enjoying the cool air from the secret door. Right. Um, it is. Can he hear us or we hear him? Yeah, is. Thurman? I'm here. Just make sure. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, calling out into the dark dungeon. Uh, it is now the Needle Blight's turn. Uh, needle Blight 2 is going to fire off at you with some more needles. Going to try to stick that bot, make you a little baby pincushion. Um, let's see how you handle that. If I can find my monster manual. Ooh, a nat 20, but he has disadvantage. Good thing he'd had disadvantage, because then he rolled a 2. Nice. So, 
more needles you're able to dodge in the darkness. And then Needle Blight 1 is going to try to hit you with those claws one good time. Um, he rolled an 8. So you... Uh, this invisibility is really working to your advantage. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you, he tries to claw you, but again, you're able to block his claws uh, and get out of their way. Just chook them, duck them. And that being the case... Needleblight 3 is dead and 5 is dead. So it is now Dermon's turn. What will you do? I'm going to strike up a torch. Well, first I'm going to walk into the the secret tunnel and then I'm going to strike up a torch so it okay. can seal the light. Alright, sounds good. And then I just want to I want to roll perception and depending on what I see, I want to keep my, maybe moving in. Okay. Let's see where's my oh that's eleven. All right, so what you see when you light your torch is just the walls and the floor are covered in this brown mold, um, and the pathway leads to a little bit more open cave down the way from you. Um, but in that cave, what all you can see from this distance is just more uh, brown mold covering the cave walls and floor. Yeah, I move forward. All right. Um, what do you do? As soon as I get forward into the cave, may I roll another perception check? Um, all you, again, once you move forward into the cave and you kind of make it to the end of um, this area here, this, this little uh, hallway... You can see that the cave kind of comes around like this, um, but it's just—it's just brown mold. It just—it's just brown mold. I think um, I saw this episode on HGTV. Yeah, it's just—it's just brown mold covering this area. Um, do you want to run any sort of tests on this brown mold, or are you just looking at it, or you want to kind of investigate that mold? I would like to investigate that mold. Okay. Roll an investigation real quick. Let's do it. Oh. Uh, six. Um, six. It's extremely cold to the touch. Uh, or not to... I imagine you're probably not touching it, but the closer you get to the mold, uh, the colder you become. Uh, almost to the point where it's uncomfortable. Like you, you feel as though if you get too close to this this mold, it's going to harm you. It's going to be like getting too close to dry ice or touching dry ice. I want to touch it with my torch. Okay, let me confirm <laughs> what will happen. Um. When you touch it with your torch, it begins growing. Oh no! Ooh. It begins to it uh, begins to grow and and it, is, it it grows hungrily, not like barely. Mm, I'm growing a little bit. Like mm. the closer your fire gets, the more it uh, grows to try to consume uh, the fire and everything around it. Yep, I, that on HGTV. You, I run backwards away <laughs> from that. Okay, do you have enough movement to run backwards away from that? At least some, probably, right? Uh, that depends upon you, but I can also double my movement speed on a whim. No, so, so you've gone 20, you can go backwards 20, right? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, 
because uh, you've got 40. Yep. Oops, uh, so I don't want to move. I don't want to move. The hallway, the hallway moves out from under you. <laughs> I don't want to move. Oh, that's fine. That's whatever. Okay. Um, it is now Reginald's turn. All right. Um, I want to... Honestly, I want to put my shield away and grab my little switchy stick thing that I don't know okay. what for. Sure. Because I still can't see Jericho. Right. And I don't want to like hit him with a mace by accident, so I want to hold the little switch stick out in front of me and okay. proceed towards the NB1, NB2 combo attack right there. All right. You do it. All right. Now I'm going to beat one with a club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do it. All right. It was... Dang it. Got to get on the right screen. Uh, it's, a, it's a 16 to hit on that. A 16 will hit. Needle Blight 1. And, ooh, I did 9 damage that time. Nice. Needle Blight 1 will take 9 damage from you. Yes. You smack him with your mace and you rip some of his wood off of him, but uh, he remains upright. So instead of doing like any extra attacks or any other thing like that, can I like, I want to shake my little stick at the other one and say, hey, back off. Okay. Um, you doing that uh, does not have any particular effect, uh, but they do not look like they want to come any closer to you. Ooh, okay. That being the case, it is now the Jericho's turn. Oh, Needle Blight One is still alive. Yes. All right. Um, I'm going Wait, to. Did I hit one or two? You hit one. Okay. I'm going to choppeth the one and shooteth the two. Okay. That's a sixteen to hit. Needle Blight 1. That'll hit. And I'm going to go ahead and roll the other one. Alright. That's a 20 to hit. Needle Blight 2. Not natural. You will hit them both. Okay. That's 4 damage to Needle Blight 1. Needle Blight 1 is destroyed. And 8 damage to Needle Blight 2. Needle Blight 2 takes the hit like a champ and remains upright. Boom. This is the sound of a bunch of needles? Yeah, that's just needles. Just needle blights. That's their sounds. Could I see where Reginald and Dermon came out of that wall? Uh, no. Okay. Then I'll... You can see they came from behind the wall, but you can't see they came out from the wall. Alright. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Reginald, what's behind that wall y'all just came from? Oh, oh, okay. I'm going to end my turn. Okay, Jericho's turn is over. Okay, see you, but I hear you. There's a a hole in the wall. It's the passage. In in the wall dividing between us? Yeah, yeah, it's the passage going down down through through the wall. Okay. I don't know how Damon missed that one, but all right. 
that's it. That's As it. you say that, Jericho, uh, a whole new batch of needles just come flying past your head, but they miss. Okay. <laughs> um, they miss very far left. Uh, almost as if they uh, just miss really far left. Oh, it is now Dermot's turn. <laughs> I'm going to go to the door. Uh, the one directly below you? Yep. All right, you go to that door. I'm stepping a, through some wine in the process. I'm a peek through the the, 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 the the keyhole. That's the way. Let me remind myself what is going on in there, actually. Um... Can't remember if that was. Hold on just a second. Sometimes they don't put information where you'd expect it to be. I have discovered the untold power within the three by five card. Okay, you peek through the keyhole. And what you see is that thick thick moss covers the walls of this underground staircase. At the foot of the steps is a landing with an arched wooden door set into the north wall. Obviously the the door that you're looking through. That's a lot to see through a keyhole, but you saw it. Okay. I'm going to use the... Do I still have a lit torch? Is my torch still lit? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to use the remainder of my movement speed to move over to the corner... Uh, of the wine rack opposite R and J, and I'm going to throw my torch at the needle blight. Okay, so over here. C. All right, throw that torch. Crap. No, I'm going to. No. I'm going to use inspiration. There you go. You earned it last week. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> nine. Uh. Your your torch hits the wall right beside the needle blight and hit, creating a wide. Uh, what do they call it? A corona? What's that thing that goes behind? Um, yeah, it's corona. Mother Mary's head in the paintings. A big, you know, a big backdrop, a big uh, sparky backdrop for the needle blight as it. Uh, has labored breathing or whatever it does to stay alive. Thurman sits down. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits down in the wine. <laughs> I will wait right here until this is over. <laughs> okay. Don't be a baby, Dermon. We all miss. Some of us more often than others. You shut up, Molly. <laughs> so wait, now there's a torch there. Now I can. you, you suddenly become visible. Yeah, I'm here. At least a little bit. Oh, there you are. Alright, Reginald, it's your turn, my friend. It's me go? Yep, I'm about to eat one of these either 50% either blueberry or toothpaste flavored jelly beans because I don't care if that's the only nasty flavor that I don't mind. Could be blueberry <laughs> toothpaste, one never knows. Uh, guess what I'm going to do? Toothpaste. I'm going to swing a mace at it. A laser mace. <laughs> Laser mace. Uh, it's a twelve. That's gonna hit. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, seven of those damage coming at All right. you. 
So you slam that mace into the chest of this needle blight, slamming it against the wall. A few bricks are cracked behind him as you destroy the final needle blight, and combat comes to an end. Nice. Well, time to bust up them three wine barrels. <laughs> I'm going to pick up that torch over there. Okay, pick it up. Cool. Hey, how'd you do that? It's just something I picked up over the years. That's, that's pretty handy. You think he showed me how to do that? It took quite a long time. I don't I don't know if I can really teach it to someone else. It's just something I kind of figured out how to do. I could try got, if that's something you're I, truly interested in. I've got the patience of a mountain. Now who's ready to get out of here on board? I'm gonna I'm gonna go through that door. And I'm going to follow where it leads. The, with the steps? Yeah. Alright, so you guys all witnessed uh, Dermon step through this wine and then into a door at the south side of the room. Do you follow or do you stick with him? I or wanna, do you not stick with him? Excuse I want to check out the secret place they found. Okay, so we'll follow Dermon real quick and then we'll check out secret place. Can I say yeah, something to Reginald before that happens? Of course you may. Uh, Reginald, did you find anything in the secret tunnel? No, it looked kind of, uh, looked kind of shabby. Bunch of things growing on the walls, bunch of little mossy fungus things. Didn't look like you could eat it, none, so I'll let it be. Was it like magical moss glowing or anything? It's, it's hidden behind a secret door. I just glanced at it, okay? I, just, I gave it a cursory inspection, then I ran out the room to come and save your mind. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There's but a... yeah, there's some stuff growing in there. <laughs> I'm good. Um, yeah, when you do your thing, I, I just want to scope out the wine barrels and see if they look like they've been tainted in some way. Okay. Um, they don't, or they, they look like they're still completely sealed. They don't look like they've been tainted in any way. Cool. All right, that'll work. Okay, let's follow Dermot up those stairs. We'll so, see. The thick moss covers the walls of this underground staircase. At the foot of the steps is a landing with an arched wooden door set into the north wall. Uh, this staircase goes up. You are walking upward, um, and you find yourself in another room. A dirty window in the south wall of this room allows dim light to enter the room. Wine bottles are manufactured here, as evidenced by the tools, li <clears throat> the tools lying about. The wooden rack full of freshly blown glass bottles along the south wall, the hearth built into the southwest corner, and the barrel of sand standing next to it. A staircase descends that one you just came up underground, and between it and the rack of bottles stands a barred door. Cool. So there's a door on the eastern side of this room that's been barred. On the northern side of the room is where the staircase comes up. On the southern side of the room is a bunch of freshly blown glass bottles, and there are tools and things on the uh, left side. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a couple bottles, and then I want to see if I can look in that other door. Um, sure, you may. How many do I need to roll to see how many bottles I got? Um. I mean, I feel like you could probably carry... These are wine bottles. They're fairly big, so... 
I mean, you could probably carry two two big old wine bottles. Mm. In yeah, addition I'll, to the rest of your gear, I guess. I'll, I'll take two wine bottles. That that'd be good. Okay. Empty. Wine. So you attempt to try that door on the east. The door is barred from the inside, so you lift the bar. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah, I do that. And when you open it, it opens to the outside, uh, the outside of the building. There are some steps that go down, and you are now um, looking at the uh, door that leads out of the back of this winery. Cool. I call back, little boys. I think I found the exit. Hey, does it look like it's Does it look like it's still? The way he's cleared, it's a bunch of them little twiggy fellas out there. Do I see the twiggy fellows? Um, do wait. He's what are you saying? If he sees, he's asking. Fellows. No, you don't see any more twiggy fellows. Twiggy. Ooh. No, the way seems pretty clear from where I'm standing. Yeah, not on this side, at least. No, I do not wish updates upon myself. Oh, you know you want those updates. No, I've been holding out for like two weeks. I think I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. brother. Alright. But I'm good. I'm good. Okay. What else you guys doing to do? I still want to check out that room. Alright, Jericho, you head to the room cool. with your torch lit. Sweet. What do I see? You see brown mold. Uh, you see all the things that I drew for Zenus. Um, and you see brown mold covering covering the floor and ceiling and walls. Do I feel less, cold? Less so on the floor. So it's not like covering everything. Um, there are places you can walk to be away from it. But yes, you feel extremely cold. And the closer you get to the brown mold, the colder you get. All right. I want to get... Can I follow him? Yeah. Reginald's in there with you, too. I want to get the torch up real close to the wall and look real close at it, see if I see anything funky with it. All right. The area where the to torch gets closer to, it begins to almost violently, the mold begins to grow and grow larger, sometimes quadrupling in size, just, just growing. Is it having oh, any nice. effect on the torch? Uh, No, it's not. Is it? Like I mean, if it touches the torch, is it touching the torch? Or well, I'll try that then. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like it like tries to grow around it. It just seems to be growing. Like if if you were, I guess, intellectually trying to think of a picture, imagine like an ice cube melting, and the way the water like moves out from it, like that's the way the mold is growing when you hold the heat to it. Uh, it's not like growing to try to grab the heat or anything. Okay. Um. Either way, I'm gonna. I have a bag of a thousand ball bearings. I'm going to scrape some of the mold off into the bag. Okay. Um. Let's see. Before he does that, can I? I just want to like you know nudge him on the shoulder and point to the, the stick which has been reactive to other things kind of give the old shrug okay uh, 
Maybe if we clear out of here, you can you can try that while we're closer to the door. Yeah, yeah. it's a good idea. All right, so Bryce, when you take the mold and put it, what's your bag made out of? I imagine just like cotton, like a or maybe like a jute kind of thing, just like a rough spun sack. Gotcha. Whenever you put that bag like kind of back on your hip, uh, it's it's almost like you're being you're you're getting a freezer burn. That that mold is so so cold that you having it that close to you is is harming you. Okay. Can I? Can I? Can I walk to them? Walk over to them? Of course, yeah, what they're doing. Um. I don't know. I'm gonna put the torch out then, and I'm gonna tie the bag to the end of that then. Okay. Hey, uh, Dermot, is the uh, is the way out cleared? In case we go to make a run for it. Oh, yes, the way is clear. But, Molly, if you want something to hold that mold in, I've got a bottle here. We could try that. Uh, I don't really have any gloves right now to go reaching in there to try and take any of it out. Um, well, I've got a dagger. I can see if that'd work. Worth a shot? I'd use my dagger to put some of the mold in the wine bottle. I... Ideally, well, first I want to like touch the the in, the tip of the bottle to the mold to see if anything happens. Okay, the bottle gets frosty. Oh. Then, uh, once I see that like the bottle's not shattering or anything, I want to take my knife and I want to like do the same thing, and then I want to try to scrape. I want to get like a full bottle of this stuff if possible. Oh my goodness. Um. I mean, it's. I guess I don't want to really get. You know what? Yeah, you do. You you you're able to fill that bottle up with with brown mold. <laughs> Somehow that's going to topple this whole campaign. But yeah, you just get a full bottle of brown mold, and it doesn't hurt because of the glass, <laughs> All right. which All is right. much less thermally conductive than cloth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, spinners. What if? If we got another one of them and we kept it next to our uh, our foodstuffs, you can do what you want, but I do not want whatever this substance is—mold, I assume—next to my food. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> you successfully get another glass bottle full of brown mold and put it next to your food, and surprisingly enough, it acts as a Completely effective uh, refrigerator for your food. Ooh, my sack is so inadequate. <laughs> um, I just didn't want your balls to get cold. <laughs> my, my intent, more than anything, is to have some recourse for if I encounter a fire of any kind that I want, uh, you know, removed from the situation. This thing seems to react to heat or fire something it reacted to the torch i know that i'm wondering if it could be used as a fire suppressant oh man good idea I'm picturing, you guys, I'm picturing you guys tossing these glass bottles on top of a fire and it just <sighs> suck yeah that's cool that would be kind of neat 
the intent I had in mind was I have the dark vision invisibility thing, so if something is lit by a fire, I could throw one of the ball bearings covered in mold into the fire, and maybe the mold would start to grow on it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, cool. I don't know. I will try it when it comes to that and see if it works. Gotcha. But uh, other than that, I'm going to go walking around the room and tapping on the wall with my sword to see if there's another secret tunnel anywhere connected to this. Yeah, so real quick, just to be clear on this brown mold, I have been I've been uh, jovial about it, but it is dangerous material. Uh, it's like carrying around liquid nitrogen, so if things go wrong with the mold, things could, could hurt you, just to let you know. It's okay. all good. This is like a thing on the Martian where he's just walking around with like a radioactive uh, whatever it was, the canister. Then as long as I'm, if I feel like I'm dying, I would like to leave the room. But other than that, I'm going to go tapping on the walls. And then when I get out, I want to put the ball bearings in one of the bottles. Okay. Yeah, you don't find anything else of note. It just seems like it seems like this cave's purpose is to house this mold, which keeps the cellar of this wine with winery cool. Okay, cool. The, the purpose of this cave seems to be like a refrigeration thing. All right. Then I want to go get one of them wine bottles, empty it out, load my balls into it, and toss away the moldy sack. Do all it. right. <laughs> Do it all. It's, all, it's, all, you're all. it's successful all the way around. And another thing, you guys feel as though you have seen every area of this um, of this winery. Cool. <laughs> it seems, uh, hey, fellas, I got a feeling that we've seen every area of this watery. You know, I got that same feeling. All right, let's get, these, let's get these barrels and get out of here. Yeah, right. we I each carry one of them, right? I don't know if I can carry that thing. I'm going to roll it if I can. <laughs> I want to see if I can pick one of them up. Roll a strength check. Can I heft it? I'll do the same, barring that uh, roll to roll. Uh, 12. Yeah, you're able to pick one up. It's heavy. You don't have to roll to roll it. You successfully roll it towards the ramp that you uh, walk down on. Only one of the turrets has a ramp, the ramp that Jericho came down on. The uh, southeastern turret has the ramp. The southwestern turret has the steps. Stupid fly. God, stupid. Another one. Um, so you guys want to roll your wine barrels back up to that main area where you came in, where the cart was? Oh, I'm toting mine. Except for the toting, the toting man. Right. Well, I count, right, as, I count as large. Can I carry two? Uh, let's just get you. You all move a wine barrel up to the top. How about? All right, that? we're gonna do that. <laughs> um, that's the call we'll make. Uh, but yeah, you absolutely do. You make it up there. Um, and you guys are back in that same area where you first arrive in the winery. I don't know if I have a good uh, image for us. Nope, not that one. That's where the druid was. Nope. I don't think I have a good image for the winery. Yeah, oh, where Damien Mardikov was, way up there. So you guys... Um, uh, a hush kind of falls over the winery. Uh, you can you don't hear any more scuttling about. You don't hear any more of those blights moving around. The druid, you hear no more chanting of spells. And based on what this building looks like from the outside, it seems as though you have seen all the all the rooms that it might harbor. 
Um, so uh, you guys get the wine up there towards the cart. Uh, the cart, of course, has no horse on it, but you have three full barrels of wine that have been un, untempered with, untampered with uh, at the loading dock of the winery. What do you do from here for next time? Uh, we've loaded up onto the cart on the dock, but no horse. And, well, we just got to get everything back, really. Yeah, wasn't our horse cart left with the people on the edge of the forest? Correct. Yeah, that's true. All right. Is the cart something that we could pull on our own to get That's what there? I'm wondering. No, it is a horse-drawn thing. What did you say? It's was... not. Yeah, no, you're not going to be able to pull that by yourself. Okay. I got the whole pushing and pulling and lifting thing. I mean, if you guys want to make an effort to pull this horse-drawn buggy a hundred or however many hundred yards it was to the tree line, even though um, you mostly I, see no enemies or, or seem to be completely safe at this point. I'm not okay. hung up on that. I was just wondering if it would be better to move the cart up there or bring the horses back down here. Up to you guys, fellows. Up to you okay. guys. All right. Uh, let's go up and get the horses. I don't know why we loaded those things into this cart down here. We're not going to be able to move it. And uh, we'll bring them back down here and get some barrels. Sounds good to me. Notify right. the uh, locals that their winery is now free of pests and migrant folk. And be going on their way. All right, so you guys walk up to the tree line where Damian Martikov meets you at the tree line. Before we and get there, before we get there, hey, fellas, we didn't find none of them uh, magic rock seed things they was looking for, did we? Oh, crap, I forgot about that. That's down the road, isn't it? At the, uh, I forget what he called it. I'm Yester going Hill. to say, yeah. It, it ought to be well down the road from here. We, we'll see. But no, you guys did find one of those in there, and there he he did mention that he believed that the druid stole it uh, and took at least one of the gems to Yesterhill. Okay. So really, we didn't miss out on much. We got it pretty well covered. If there's any of them left in the winery, we can let them search for them, and if we feel so inclined and are so compensated, we can go and get the other one from Yesterhill. How about that? Sounds good to me. Sounds fair enough to me. Perfect. All right, so you arrive. Damien Martico comes out of the uh, comes out of the tree line. He sees his two in, or his three intrepid adventurers coming back, um, a little worse for the wear, but uh, all three alive. And he says, "Ah, oh, it looks as though you have been successful in clearing the winery of the evil druid scum." Uh, is this true, or you are are you calling it quits? No, it's all successfully. Well, I certainly didn't expect you to complete this task within a single night. I expected you to be in there uh, doing melee with the druids for uh, at least over the evening into the morning. But it is just now getting dark. I am very, very impressed. Uh, if I'm going to be is... honest with you, it feels like it's been at least two weeks since we started this little adventure. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, I'm sure it was, and you all look a little worse for the wear. Let's say this. Uh, not only will I allow you or uh, uh, get my, my some of my sons and, and grandsons to take the, the allowed shipment, if there is any wine left in the winery, uh, to the Blue Water Inn. Hopefully there are at least a little bit left. But there's also some gold in a chest in the bedroom upstairs. I will go and I will get you some extra gold for your troubles. Does this sound good? Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that sounds great to me. Yeah, perfect. Well, I mean, who, who doesn't deserve a little reward, you know? I mean, we worked hard. I I think we're okay. <laughs> I was about to say during. <laughs> well, I ain't no reward. That doesn't much sound like you. <laughs> no. no, really, guys. I, I think we're okay. I don't think we need any more gold. No, I, I insist. Here, uh, at least join me back at uh, there. I'll be honest. Uh, there are the winery is still crippled uh, without the, the magical gems that produce the wine there is no way for us to continue producing wine I, I would request if, if you do not mind if you possibly have just another another day to give to me a for reward of course uh, I could use your help in finding at least one of our precious gems if you will accompany back to the Back to the loading dock. We will get that wine loaded up and sent back to the Blue Water Inn. Um, if you will just hear hear me out and see if you will not help me for for one more day. If we uh, if we're gonna help you out, then uh, we're gonna need a place to stay. I can't just keep going day in and day out like this. I feel like I'll be absolutely after death. Multiple you may times. of course you may of course stay the night in in uh in the sleeping quarters here in the winery if it has been cleared it it will certainly be safe we will we will take the measures to bar the doors and make sure everything is fine and you can all get the good night's rest of course you have earned it excellent hey, why wouldn't you just bar the doors in the first place to keep all this from happening altogether we were overrun well, that's... Really, I don't know about you but I don't feel so secure here well, that sounds all well and good but gentlemen May I have a sidebar for just one moment? Excuse us, just just a moment, you. You know, I want to pull them like forty feet away, and I want to just bring them in really close and whisper. Do you guys know? Do you remember when you when you asked me if I found anything in the upstairs? Well, yeah. You found I found documents in a desk, and a, you said a little bit of gold, yeah. and not not I a whole lot, and a, a lot of gold, and some electrum. Now the problem with that is, I believe the chest he mentioned is the one I found the gold in. No. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my my plan is to lie. No. No, no, no. You got, you got to put it back. I mean, come on, we, we, we own this granded venture together. I, I thought, I thought you was a, a changed man, so to speak. I don't know what you're talking about, but I like open my pack and show them just how much gold was in there. Oh. But it was too much gold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. How about, how about this? 
the huddle gets closer. <laughs> All right. You sneak in, put whatever you think would normally be a payment for, you know, clearing out a vineyard of evil sorceress uh, druids, and then you keep the rest of it, tell him that it was stolen, he pays us what's left in the chest, and we go on about our merry way. No, I don't oh, like that. I don't like oh, that at all. Put all of it you, back. You're not in there the first time. You can do it again. Put it back. Right, right. You just, just put it, put it all back. Put it. I mean, let me see it one more time. But yeah, just put it all, all back. Let me smell it. Kind of want to hold it a little bit. Can I just hold it a minute? Just, just a moment. But no, no, no. You, you gotta put. You gotta put back. No, no, no. You, you're right. You're right. It, you, you, we'll, we'll, we'll hold them in, 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 in conversation or, or ropes or something, and then you go, you go, and you put that back where you found it. Oh, I just I, want oh, to I, How about we tell him, we take it to him now, and tell him we found it on one of the druids and assumed it was up for grabs. That way, no one's got to do any sneaking or anything like that. No chance of getting caught. Ooh, ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. That's a good idea. I'll go yeah. back. I'll go back and tell him. Right. All right. I, I, I got. I got this, fellas. I got this. No, no, I will do it. I'm the no. one who broke into the chest. I will tell him. Let there Damon you go. Demons, good at lying. <laughs> um, well, we yeah, I, I suppose he is. Yo, all, uh, all right, if we're going to do it, let's do it, boys. All right, break huddle. <laughs> go back so, fellas, will you be joining us for the evening or not? Cheesiest grin imaginable. Yes. Um, so here's the thing. One of the druids had a sack full of gold uh, coins and electrum. Yep, I, yeah, he, he sure did. I, I've seen the whole thing. He sure did. Now, at first, I assumed it was just up for grabs. You know, it, it was just gold and electrum lying around. But now that you mention this chest that I have not seen before, I have to imagine that perhaps it came from the chest. Uh, yes, that we had a, quite a, a substantial amount of gold and electrum uh, in the chest upstairs, I, um, I surprised that the druids were able to find their way in. Uh, it, it is protected by you know like an, an contraption. Uh, but thank you for, for your honesty. This I, you the, your reward will be handsome. Absolutely, I do not. Re, we do not uh, find many honest people here in Barovia. So we, I, yeah. whatever reward I believe I. Was going to a lot. Uh, it will be more. I will give you an extra percentage for your honesty. No, no problem. And here it is. Here, here's your gold and electrum back. Plus, he, gra- he gladly takes the sack of gold as he, um, he and all the other uh, leather rain-coated clad people uh, walk towards the um, towards the winery with you guys joining them. In uh, the last. The last thing we'll see today uh, is uh, everybody roll a quick perception check, all three of you. Net 20. Oh, I got one too. It's a 22, though. (laughs) I got a fitting. 
All right, all three of you are have the wherewithal to notice. Maybe it's the nerves from knowing that you just lied to a man and his whole family is standing right there. Uh, but as you walk the hundred or so yards back to the winery, you notice that all those ravens that were hanging out in the tree line, uh, they are essentially just following you back to the winery. That uh, as all of you are walking that way, uh, the kind of cloud of ravens that was hanging out with these people in the woods is following them back to uh, the winery. Overhead. Okay. So just yeah. I want to kind of like nudge the guys and kind of like do the nod like, hey, what's up with that? Does anyone else feel something a bit prophetic on the air? Feel and that, spooky. <laughs> and that is where we'll end the episode with Jericho's final words. We'll zoom out uh, to a wide shot of the ravens following them. Then it'll fade to black. And then the credits. Brought to you by <laughs> for this episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. If you listen to the podcast, thank you so much for doing that. Like I said earlier, um, brought up by Marine Sandwich, we do have over 50 episodes of our original um, season one of Dungeon Boys. If you really like watch, listening to us play uh, Dungeon Dungeons and Dragons, there's plenty of podcast for you to listen to and we we hope you'll do that and we hope you'll leave a review uh you can find it on google Podcasts, itunes uh spotify and soundcloud uh you can also find these videos on youtube and we are doing curse of strahd because we wanted to change as we figured out how to best do season two uh with our new characters and remote play and all this different stuff uh so we're having a good time and thanks to anybody who listens anybody anything else you want to tell the podcast folks at home fellas nope that we all love you very much <laughs> we do. We love you very much good night everybody <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>